would change everything. The asphalt road vanished under her tires and became dirt. Tree branches grasped at her from the shoulders and scraped her doors. The car lurched into uneven ruts, making the chassis shiver. She wasn't on a highway anymore, but on a trail leading deeper into the forest. Casey stopped. Rain leaked onto the windshield. She put her bony fingers over the lower half of her face and her breathing was ragged and loud. She closed her eyes and prayed that the fog would lift, but when she opened them again, she was still marooned in a cloud. She knew she couldn't stay here. She had to figure out where she was and find her way home. Casey switched off the engine, shut down her headlights, and opened the driver's door. The bitter November air blew into the car with a thick scent of pine. She climbed out and eased the door shut behind her with a quiet click. Her boots landed in mud. Evergreen trees swayed like drunks above her. She pushed past the trees into the dark, and as her eyes adjusted to the night, she found herself on the edge of the stripped ruins of a cornfield that hadn't been plowed in years. Short, knobby stalks pushed out of the dirt. It looked like a desolate moonscape. People told her how much they loved fall in Minnesota, but Casey hated it. She knew that the long death of winter was coming. The trees were already shrugging off their leaves and becoming frozen skeletons. This would be Casey's fourth winter in Minnesota, and she was glad that she would be gone before it was over. She couldn't wait to escape with her husband and child to the desert of Nevada, baking in the heat, closing her eyes against the bright sunshine. That was far away, though. This was here and now. Casey realized what she'd done. In her panic, she had turned off the highway into the unpaved driveway of a Duluth farm home. She could make out its peaked roof and dark windows, and when she wrinkled her nose, she smelled a remnant of fireplace smoke. Beside the house, she saw the foundation of a steel tower, and as the fog ebbed and flowed, she glimpsed the soaring triple wings of a windmill overhead, turning with slow grace. She retraced her steps quickly. She couldn't afford to stray far from her car. Casey clamored inside her cutlass and cursed when her key ring slipped through her fingers. She banged her head on the steering wheel as she hunched over to hunt for the keys on the floor of the car. Then something thumped, pounded, right next to her. Casey reared up and screamed. Like a garish, painted scarecrow, a woman's face popped into her line of sight. They were no more than six inches apart. Casey saw frenzied green eyes, raven hair pasted in wet, messy strands across her face, and two hands pressed in supplication against the window. The woman's slim neck was ringed in what looked like a red necklace, but was really a deep and violent abrasion, dripping pearls of blood. Help me, oh Lord, help me! Casey froze. The woman hammered her fists on the glass. She wore a flannel nightgown, one sleeve ripped off, jagged tears in the chest flapping over her exposed left breast. Let me in, please! The woman didn't wait. She flung open the rear door of the cutlass and piled into the back seat. Casey smelled her fear and the sick odor of urine and feces where she had soiled herself. The woman dug her nails into Casey's shoulders and shook her like a doll. Drive! Go! Don't you understand? He's coming for us! 
Casey grabbed her gun off the passenger seat and wheeled around to confront her. What's going on? Who are you? The woman shrank into the back seat and cowered with her hands in front of her face. Oh my God, you're with him? You're part of this? Please, please, for God's sake. I'm a mother too. Don't kill me, just let me go. She kicked open the rear door to escape and Casey leaped halfway over the seat and grabbed her arm to stop her. I'm a cop, Casey shouted. Stay right there. The woman hesitated. Reality penetrated her consciousness slowly, as if she didn't dare believe it. She became aware of Casey's uniform, saw her badge. You're with the police? Yes. Now what happened to you? Oh, thank God, the woman cried in relief. You have to get us out of here. There's no time. He'll kill us all. Hurry! Casey reached for the ignition, but realized that her keys were still lost on the floor of the car.